What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Uh, I don't know that this needs to be reiterated, but we're going to do it anyway because it's on Metal Sucks and we're going to also talk about it. But there is a difference between being fascinated by history and believing political ideology. And there was a Venezuelan fan that recently tweeted... R.I.P. Lemmy, although he had his Nazi tendency, he always seemed to be to me to be the best rocker in history. <sighs> well, I mean, look, I can't think of a better way to say this besides speaking of Nazis. Welcome to the onslaught. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course, speaking of Lemmy, welcome to the onslaught. Yeah, this is uh, this is the podcast where we are deciding the first and only greatest heavy metal band of all time. Definitively. I'm yep. Brian. And I'm Vargas. Uh, it's news to me that people think Lemmy is a Nazi. Uh, Nazi tendencies. Yeah. I, I, I think people see, because Lemmy did notably collect Nazi memorabilia. Right. Um, but I think anybody who knew Lemmy, even his public persona, would know that he is anti-Nazi. Where do you stand on that? Where do you stand on collecting? Oh, I'm anti-Nazi. <laughs> Are you, is that? No, no, no. We're collecting those types of things because I think it's not problematic in the way that in the way the term gets thrown around nowadays. Yeah, that's problematic. But I just think I don't know. I don't think people need to have Nazi memorabilia. I think you can give it to a museum or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, I just don't think, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to think it's cool when who knows, like if you have like a, a Nazi hat or a Nazi pin, yeah, how it's hard to know how many innocent people died Jewish or not. Yeah. At the hand while the person was wearing. Sure. That yeah. hat or yeah. that pin. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to to even want to collect something like that. I do find World War II fascinating. I watch plenty of documentaries on it, you know, books, things like that. But yeah. I don't need to have Nazi memorabilia. And even calling it memorabilia seems a little icky. Well, yeah. They are what? Historical artifacts. Sure. <laughs> Murder tools. Uh, well. Murder wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fashion for genocide. Yeah. Which is my next album name look out for fashion for genocide (laughs) coming 2029 the follow-up to uh flight of the concords fashion is danger (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i i mean regardless of your i guess personal beliefs of whether you think collecting like okay i was about to say if you are if you personally believe the nazis are right you can shut this podcast off and go fuck yourself yeah we don't Um, we don't need fans that bad yeah uh, well, Nazis are bad. Um, and if they if, still are, if you know that Nazis are bad, but you also want to, I don't know, collect their junk. I, I mean, guess, yeah, whatever. I, I won't do it. I, yeah, I won't do it either. I, but I, I guess, you know, I would not be your friend if you had like a, a Nazi rifle or something. Yeah, I guess I think you'd be in my outside circle of friends. 
I think I'd want to know why you got the rifle. How you got the rifle. And how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, assume someone's grandpa took it off of a Nazi he killed. Hell yeah. I'm assuming that that is like the majority of how a lot of it survived. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, um, but Lemmy rules and no, Lemmy one, has got. no one should disparage Lemmy. I don't think that tweet was disparaging him. Probably if, not. If anything, it was lifting him up despite that person thinking he was a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> but uh, uh, so his, his some of his former bandmates came to his aid defense defense yeah and clarified a little bit and obviously there you know there's probably a language barrier between because the, the fan was from venezuela yeah maybe so who knows Lemmy, decidedly not a nazi yeah i mean it would matter now he's dead he, yep you <laughs> i mean he's definitely not a nazi now because he's not anything now. he's not z around he's not zero anymore nice there you know? it is uh, we also want to talk about Venom Prison because I think that's important and cool. I yeah, you're you're. I I don't want to use the term blown away by this, but not, you're you're reacting in a very large manner when you, we first talked about it, and I sort of just think it's the norm. Well, it should be should be the norm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why we need to have YouTube. Cast yeah, it this is. So that people can see the eyes that I have to deal with all the time. It is. So for those of you who don't know, Venom Prison is a uh, one of those screamo bands that <laughs> yep. we talk about all the time. Yep. Um, their their front person is a woman. Really good. You're doing so good. So look, far. I'm try- <laughs> trying to stay above board here. <laughs> Larissa is her name. Yeah. Um, and she recently had a kid. Yep. So. Venom Prison made the decision to cancel all of their 2022 dates. Yeah, and it wasn't out of health or like how she physically couldn't do it. She right. just wanted to be with her family, she, as I understand it. She wants maternity leave as what? No, what did you call it? Maternity. Don't worry about it. What I call it. It's fine. Maternity leave. <laughs> maternity leave uh, so that she could be with her kid, which is totally understandable. Um, and, and what what I think think the takeaway from this should be is if this band who's basically a small business right it's i think all bands if are if they make a living or at least half a living off of yeah yeah. they'd have to be considered a small business yeah they're a small business right if they can afford to make the business decision yeah i mean truly if they can afford to make the business decision to shut down operation yeah because touring is how they make their money yep so that one of their members can b- take all the time they need to be with their new child, to be with their new family, then other businesses can also bite that fucking bullet. Yes, and the uh, same is true for paternity leave because yeah. dad, dads are people too, and while they don't have to physically recover the same way that mothers do and they don't have to physically provide in the same way that um, breastfeeding mothers do, they still play a very important part Many of them still want to be, surprisingly, despite what you may have seen in films, dads want to be around. I mean, they are going to go to the store at some point, but most of them come back. That's true. Most of them have to come back. And they have to recover from all that nagging. Fellas, uh, (laughs) Brendan, you know. Um, But yeah, I, I think... You know, and there's been uh, many cases when other bands. Now, this is what this is where we differ a little bit because I think I really do think it is because um, it was their front person. Yeah. Whereas other bands, they will have an instrumentalist 
um, a similar thing like this, a kid or, you know, whatever. And they, they, and it could just be the, the band, you know, saying the, you know, like, Hey guys, I want you to go on without me. And Venom prison could have been like, no, we're not going without you. Right. Right. Whereas other bands could say, Hey guys, I want you to go on without me. They're like, okay, well it'll be tough, but we'll do it. Yeah. Um, but however the band decides to move forward, um, it can definitely happen. It's not, it's definitely not the first time it's happened. Um, I'm just happy to see a band sitting out a tour for a healthy reason instead of yeah. somebody having sex allegations against them or right. like an outbreak of COVID or, or something like that. So yeah, this, is a, this is a positive reason to a, cancel a wholesome shows. cancellation is always yeah. preferred yeah. over other cancellations. Have you listened to the new creator yet? Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Everybody should listen I to will, it. I listen Hate to the Uber single. Allies. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Yeah. It's all very good. Um, three of the songs on there are already on like the top most played on Apple Music. The top most metal songs of all time? No, of Creator. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So it's it's a very, very good album. And you should listen to it. It came out last Friday. Hey. Uh, have you listened to the new Satyricon that dropped? They kind of surprise dropped it. All right. What? I didn't want to talk about it. What? Because it's not good. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. Well, I can tell because of your face. It's at, it, it, it is it's quote, atmospheric. Atmospheric. Yep. And it's all about Edward Munch, the artist. Sure. Apparently. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I People who like atmospheric, tell me what you think. Uh, the Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. I just, I guess, don't like atmospheric music. Okay. When it's labeled atmospheric. I like a music that provides an atmosphere. Yeah, you just like spooky. Music. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to listen to Winds Howl. And and by the way, this album, I don't know if maybe Apple had just fucked it up, mm. but it is released as a quote unquote single, and it is like a fifty-six minute long song. Mm. So, not for me. Yeah, doesn't sound like it. I mean, I skipped around a fair amount, yeah. but it all sounded, uh, you know, Winds Howling for ten minutes, a bell chime in there. That's yeah. So doesn't sound like that's for Brian. I'll let you know how it is. I'll email us at, uh, you know, yeah. What is it? The onslaught uh-huh. e- email at email.net. Yep. CompuServe.net. <laughs> I just, I got super jazzed. I was like, new Satyricon album. Oh, shit. And I went and found it. And then all my jazz left the room. Oh, you, you evacuated your jazz. I all evacuated my jazz and I was just left <laughs> feeling sad and lonely and uh, yeah and empty <laughs> yeah yeah i get it i get it yeah Gross. yeah but it's you know to each their own well i can't wait to report back that brian is wrong <laughs> you won't and if you try to do that i will I, i'll quit the show okay bye uh speaking of atmospheric and spooky bands we've got well one i'll dive into it cradle i think uh, has the edge here because name another band that has been able to uh, bring together the goth crowd and the black metal crowd in such a way that cradle does at their shows and i know technically the black metal crowd is supposed to switch switch hate cradle of filth yeah but i don't think they do some of them do and we don't want to talk to them anyway yeah if uh, you're the black metal guy that's you know oh i can fucking make out the bass guitar perfectly i don't this isn't black metal then we're probably not the show for you yeah i hope you really enjoy your cassette tapes <laughs> i assume you listen to on a daily basis because yeah. <laughs> the sound quality right is how you like it correct uh but 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 i i just think that there are people out there who 
in the Venn diagram of goth kids yeah. and black metal kids. Yeah. I think Cradle Filth is the only one that's able to be put in that middle part of the Venn diagram. Yeah, sure. And I think that's why they deserve to win. They bring together hearts and minds. Hearts, hearts and minds. While they sing about Gilderay. And sexy vampires. And sexy vampires and uh, Lucifer's quote unquote downfall, but really it was his rising. So, um, yep. Also, how he is actually sexy. Yeah, sexually. Actually. There's a lot of there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of sexy talk in their songs. Yeah, as there should. That's what brings the God kids in. It is. It is. You wouldn't get sexy vampires without God kids. Very true. Very true. Um, I think Cradle of Phil should win because of their breadth of work mm. it, i mean they have a sound if you hear a cradle song you know it's a cradle song as soon as danny comes in you sure do but they're not afraid they're not afraid to take that sound and do what they want with it right they've never been slaves to uh the the scene if you will sure right uh they've always been cradle but they're also not afraid to you know, do stuff like uh, concept albums and, you know, like there's not a lot of black metal concept albums out there about like real world stuff. You know, Immortal does the bl- black, black nourish or whatever. They have that story that they do. That's now that's the one that's a, a game for the D&D universe now. Who who was that? You're talking about Icewind Dale? No, 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 no. Oh. There's <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, who's the black metal guy that wrote all the songs in the universe and now that's where his role playing game is. He's a big piece of shit. Oh, Varg? Varg, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he wrote his own game and it's a piece of shit. Yeah, but just but, like him. But the lyrics for a lot of their a lot of his songs were oh, also yeah. set in that world yes, or whatever. Correct. Thank you. But he's Continue. A, but he's a big piece of shit. Yes. But it's not D D. <laughs> no No, it's not, but <laughs> It's the same shit, but uh, Wizards of the Coast. If you're listening, <laughs> don't you should let you should let a black metal band. Oh yes, make official D and D soundtracks. For that would yes, yeah, or Blind Guardian from last week. But whoever, way, whoever, just let them do it. Let them do it. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's cool that that Cradle of Filth has blazed their own path, but they, they I don't know the the the. The stuff that they've done is is unique and stands on its own, um, but it's also pretty varied. Each album is an experience, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Thank you. Each album is an experience. I should I should start a podcast. You should Brian Cast with Brian. No one would listen, man. <laughs> Amana Marth, as we've said many times before, uh, to me is carrying that flag of like approachable death metal. And the flag has a, probably a Viking helmet. On it's got it. a Viking helmet. It's got an axe. Yeah. Um, a boat. One of them boats. It's definitely got a boat. Uh, but uh, is there another band that have um, created a whole new style of moshing called rowing or whatever the fuck they call it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's cooler than the wall of death. The way cooler. I think we've said this before on the show. Specifically that. Well, that it's cooler than the wall of death. Past us were correct. We always are. <laughs> We future us will also always be correct. Yeah, so it's a really good easy life being us <laughs> when you can live in a vacuum like this. But I think Amon Amarth is still that standard bearer, kind of your gateway death metal band. Yeah, um, because as we've as we said in in past episodes, they are melodic death metal singing about Vikings. They are not Viking metal. 
right. and I think it's easier to listen to a Monomarth and get into other death metal than it would be to get in to then get into Viking metal. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely easier to show an Iron Maiden fan a Monomarth than it is to be like, you should check out this enslaved album for sure. <laughs> for sure so i think um they are carrying that flag of approachable death metal um and i think they're doing a lot of really good um i mean i guess not they're not purposefully doing it to open doors to people but i think they're doing a very good job at making death metal more approachable for the masses yeah it's um it's not uh it's not scary i think once you see them and see how much fun they're having on stage for sure. Um, and also the, you know, the lyrics aren't about, you know, dead bodies and, and well, they're about dead Viking bodies sometimes, I guess, but it's more about the battle. Yeah. Which involves death. Well, it's fine. Also, they're the only band I know of on the elitist eight that housed Ukrainian, uh, refugees. Hmm. They might have been the only ones in position to do so hmm. physically. Interesting. Cradle of filth that <laughs> you chose not. <laughs> oh, I oh you support not supporting Russian hmm. or Ukrainian refugees. Interesting. Interesting. Blind Guardian or Children of Bodom. We don't know who won yet. Technically. A legion. Uh, where yet? I know that the refugees would have to fly all the way over here <laughs> to North America, but I don't see you. Doing anything hmm. about it. Interesting. I, your doors are noticeably closed. Yeah. Unleash the archers. Uh, oh, oh, is the snow too big there in the summer in Canada? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. So this I think we have our winner. This is a lot of guilt replacing <laughs> a lot of these undeserved, bands. undeserved guilt. guilt. There's a lot of shit. A lot of really serious shade being thrown that we probably shouldn't throw. Uh, no, that was not serious shade. It, I, I would say Johan and his wife went completely out of their way and, and stepped far above and beyond what was expected of them yeah. um, by housing those people. And that has nothing to do with the greatest metal band. This is not the humanitarian, the best humanitarian metal band, right? This is the best, the <laughs> best. Band. And you know what? Maybe a monomarth sucks. They do suck. Yeah. Every sorry. band sucks. Sorry. Um, I think a monomarth should win uh, because they are, as it's been said before on this show by us, <laughs> the most consistent, death metal band out there hundred percent you hear an amonomarth album is coming out and you know what that album is going to be in a good way in a good way yeah you you know it's going to be of a certain quality you know it's going to have a certain sound to me that's the best part about it the consistency is that it, it does always sound great the yeah. acoustics of the actual outlaw well, i don't know if that's the right word but the production of the album oh sure there's always yeah there's always there's always a high level of quality to the actual recording yeah regardless of how good yeah the song is correct yeah um but there's there's not not a lot needs to be said i guess about the consistency but it is so important to put out quality albums over and over and over again yes and you know what i've noticed about us what we're, I would say we're the most quotable podcast because we quote ourselves a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. We're just like lawyers where the things that we did before yeah. set precedent for what we do now. Now, before before we did it, it was unprecedented. But now <laughs> it's, it's precedent. status quo, baby. <laughs> uh, you can find us to vote because we need your votes on these. So we actually know 
who is the biggest and best of all time. Um, the Onslaught Pod on Twitter and Instagram, the Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. You can vote any of those ways. You can vote all of those ways. We count them all. Um, thank you for listening. We hope you're doing great. We love you. We hope you're banging your head to our playlist that comes out every Tuesday. We hope your paternity leave is going well or your maternity leave. Either one or your they-ternity leave. Sure. Um, we We... Let's see. What else we got? Um, if you're in the Kansas City area, Vargas and I will be hosting a Q&A at Boulevardia, Boulevard's special uh, celebration of booze and music. Um, we'll, we'll do a little interview with three um, independent brewers from around the country that are going to be there. So that should be a good time. I don't know, like ticket cost or anything i don't think it's like outrageous to have like just a ga ticket we'll sneak you in uh yeah well yeah if you find us we'll be like oh they're with the show so oh well bring your biggest trench coat honestly i bet you could get away with just having a lanyard and then some kind of laminated oh probably do that try it but also bring your biggest trench coat and i'll sit on your shoulders yeah and we'll sneak you in that way that's fine too um i think that's it i think that's all I think that's it. Join us next week um, as we start the final four, baby. You got to call it like the fatal four, right? Ooh, the big four. That's so easy. Oh, that's it's right there. Right there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, speaking of big four, you know who sucks? The big four sucks. <laughs>